Just enough to fill the gun on the holster Out on the balcony, filling on the breeze City skylines, we're puffing on some trees Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda Made back, front of the building with the chauffeur And he waiting on me Got a bullet in his hands and my name in the seats No gift, baby, no thanks No chinchillas, baby, so what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks Talk to crazy, he talks to me Keep my business out the streets It's the ART, uh I'm in New York, in Queens, New York. Oh, fabulous. Um, Craze is in the Bronx, and Justin is in Brooklyn. So we're all over New York. We're live on YouTube, episode number 92. Craze left. He went to prepare his hookah. Today, our special guest is from 90 Day Fiance, 90 Day Fiance Pillow Talk. And the new 90 Day, The Single Life. Molly is here joining us today live on the show. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Thank you for taking the time to be on the show with us. Uh, shout out to Cynthia, by the way, who I'm also a big fan of. And it's your heterosexual life partner, I would say, because that's what me and Lewis are. He's <laughs> my Listen, Cynthia. The only thing is that there's no benefits like that. <laughs> There's no benefits. Sorry about that. There's no benefits, none whatsoever. Um, except we're business partners, best friends. She's an only child. I'm one of five. So you can already imagine who thinks they can park in the front space of the parking lot. <laughs> She's the reigning princessa. And I'm just, you know, helping out. <laughs> You're not the diva in the situation, in that situation. You, to be honest, you know, I'm the girl that will like take this track out. I'm not really very diva-ish. I mean, it takes a lot to, to do all this <laughs> stuff. I'm really just a hardworking girl that landed an amazing television show to spread my brand, right? Just get knowledge and know about people. And I'm thankful for that. But I'll get in the trenches, man. I don't care. <laughs> now, let's learn a little bit about Molly. Okay. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Now, we do know you're from Georgia and then you have a lingerie business. But before you went on 98, like 90 Day Fiance, who is Molly? Tell us about yourself. Honestly, um, for the last 14 years, I've really just been pushing my business, trying to help women all over the world. Um, I've always had a penchant for people. Um, I love people from all over. Um, I've traveled a lot. I think a lot of times when you're from Georgia or from the South, I mean, let's face it, I'm a white girl, right? I was born in this car, but like the person that lives inside of me is just open to everybody, right? I love human race. I love going places. I love other people's culture. I feel like if you haven't traveled or you don't go places to meet other people, like you have to. Um, I mean, you guys are in New York, right? What's the number one thing that people think up north about the people from Georgia? Like, we're slow. <laughs> or we don't know. Or we say, y'all, we're uneducated, but and there are a lot of those, but, you know, I'm just a person, I really feel like, um, 
not to toot my own horn, but I'm very giving. Um, I do a lot of charity work. I go into the inner city and help a lot of people with bra fittings and just wherever I can volunteer. I've always done that a lot. But I'm a self-proclaimed Georgia girl that can change a tire, cook a meal, or mend the hole in your pants. There you go. <laughs> But I got a little street hustle to me, too, now, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So what made you get into the lingerie business? Um, Honestly, I went to school for music. Um, I thought I was going to be like this theology teacher and maybe running some mega choir somewhere. Um, I worked for a little while um, in the 90s, late 90s, um, when hip hop in Atlanta was really pumping out a lot. Um, I've worked a lot at a lot of like songwriter you know different conventions my brother's a musician as well but Mm -hmm. then I just like everybody was always asking me to help them with their bras and I sewed and I was like you know what this is not my calling and it really was just a vision and a um spiritual thing it landed in my lap and I was like I've had boobs since the third grade so I need to know where you know if it's remotely visible, it's not a secret and Victoria's Secret and all these places really weren't doing it for me and they weren't doing it for a lot of people. And I just decided when I met Cynthia, we wanted to open the store. So that's what I've been doing. I mean, for my most of my whole life, adult life is um, getting through and open the shop and just to help women and have a safe space where it's judgment free, no matter your size, your shape, your color. Um, I've always really, we've pushed forward to try to have a space where women of color, I don't care if you're brown skin, black skin, light skin, needed a space and they needed a voice for people to say, you know what? When I roll up to my shop, I need images. I need people. I want to see things that look like me. So mm-hmm. we've always pushed for our girls to have that space. And interestingly enough, this year, for the first time ever in my history of doing this business, I just got five vendor catalogs and there's black and brown girls, Latina chicks, everybody on the cover. And there's mm-hmm. not white girls. And I was very excited for that because it's time, you know, it's time to have a place and a space and be represented. Cause when we would come up to New York at the Javits center for our curves market, <laughs> Cynthia and I are always like, where the curves at? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you've got these, super skinny super hungry emaciated girls and i'm not saying nothing about that but like if i'm shopping for some thoroughbreds where's it at (laughs) (laughs) the show is called curves and i'm like i mean it's a joke to us you know so we really tried to find a space and and make a product and do things that would satisfy the needs of these women we heard you got a a hidden talent around um your a Jedi trick that you can like look at someone and a you can tell the oh absolutely I can yeah Cynthia that, is that that's kind of like our superhero power I guess got it so like if <laughs> does that work for uh, men and women or just is this for women that, that's, <laughs> like your talent listen if crazy, I would love to say size. that that was the case, but if it was, there would have been a few that was left behind. Got Stay it. tuned. That's going to be my new show. We're going to get a roadshow comedy tour together. It's going to be called What's The Dictators. <laughs> <laughs> you think cool. I'm playing. <laughs> so you were, uh, you have this business going and then somehow you end up on a little reality show called 90 day fiance, uh, where you meet this, uh, young man from the Dominican Republic. By the way, I'm Dominican. So is, uh, 
the other Lewis that's in the frame. It's all uh, good. <laughs> you meet this Dominican man. Uh, you fall in love with him. Um, you request to have a K-1 visa. He comes over. Doesn't work out. Uh, our show's from Washington Heights. And that is the biggest Dominican community in New York. So, Craze, we got asked a lot of questions once we were told. I mean, look, once people knew you were coming on. The, the Dominican men um, and the Luises of the world want to know if if that if if you have now a skewed uh, like opinion about Dominican men. Are we are we out of the picture? You done with the Dominican men and Luises? I wouldn't say it's out of the question or out of the picture. I'll I'll say this. I don't know where my head was or what I was going through or where mm -hmm. I was. I think I was really in a space in my life where I was hitting 40 and I wasn't sure. And, you know, it wasn't just about him. It was about the culture. It was about the island. It was about mm -hmm. the vibe. Like, I love the, the, the country. Like, I wanted to buy a two-bedroom villa there that was on, like, flipped out house or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, I can live right here on the beach. And I think when you go there for the first time and you experience – beautiful beaches and a sense of culture of community and the food is amazing. And on every corner, like the music, the music and the discotheques and like the, just the whole thing. I'm like, I, it just makes you feel different. Right. I mean, and I, the first time I walked out to the water and I was like, why in the hell would I ever go to Panama City or the Redneck Riviera of Florida? <laughs> Drive six hours, spend way too much money on terrible seafood when I can fly three hours, stay in the dopest place. Food and drinks. Food and drinks are incredible. So I had rented this apartment one time when I went down there. And as soon as I stepped out 10 feet, I'm on the beach and there's the freshest little seafood hut and everything was amazing. And you know, I I love it. I'll still go back. I loved it. It was beautiful. Have you gone back since you and the person that shall not be named in this podcast uh, <laughs> split up? I have not. But just because, like, I immediately jumped into filming Pillow Talk and my mm -hmm. business was soaring. And then the COVID stuff started hitting. There was just a lot of things. But I would so go back. Like someone asked me and I'm like, yes, I would go back, you know? And I think the other thing that really touched me was I went into Santo Domingo to visit Luis's parents and they, um, his father's a minister, he's a pastor. Um, mm -hmm. and his mother teaches Sunday school on Saturdays and they had this huge Jesus mural in their house. And all the children that came from their little sector on their street and their community, when they came, like I had taken um, toothbrushes and toothpaste and toiletries and little coloring books and all this stuff to go in mm -hmm. there. And I think we're spoiled here. We're very spoiled. And it touched my heart in a way that I was like, I could do this all day long because I can call right now and get a pizza on my front door in 30 minutes. You guys can have a pizza in five, right? Like, yeah. boom, here you go. And for, us it's like no big deal but for those kids when I did bring pizzas in it was like Christmas morning for kids here I mean I had to go around the house because it made me cry deeply like I I didn't know because I never experienced that or people who maybe didn't have a lot or how they were so excited and he was always like you can bring you know stuff from the thrift store or old Jordans or if you have anything that you can bring and I just I had never seen that 
even though I grew up in a fairly poor area, I think that's part of what made me fall in love too, was just the, the ministry that I did there. So it became this super cute, you know, crazy punk. And then I evolved through the time. It was almost two years actually. And I think people don't realize that, but I still love the country. I love the culture. I don't want to not. And I'm also a person that doesn't believe that just because someone else made a mistake or did something bad, or I made a stupid choice, I'm not Mm going to push my thoughts off onto somebody, you know, or think that everybody's the same way. I mean, it'd be like you guys thinking that every white person in the world thinks that all brown skinned people are Mexican or that, you know, all white people are racist or whatever it is. Yeah. You can't just define one person or one culture based off one experience. A hundred percent agree with you. And this is the <laughs> last question on the Lewis topic. Uh, so my wife and I watch you religiously on Pillow Talk. Uh, for our money, you and Cynthia are the best Pillow Talkers. Um, don't tell Pedro and Annie that I said that. Uh, but you guys are the best <laughs> fellow talkers I'm tell Annie. <laughs> um, on the show. Uh, it's just we see the clip and we're like, oh, can't wait to see what Cynthia and Molly's reaction is to the clip. Uh, my wife always wanted to know what Cynthia thought of Louise. Well, in the beginning, you know, she's kind of the one that made me talk to him because when we first got there, we were there on a girl's trip and it was mm-hmm. a um, like this discount world venture vacation club thing. And he was trying to talk to me and I'm like, I want, I just want a drink. Like, what are you doing? Well, the next <laughs> thing I know, she said, flipped out my business card. And by the time I woke up, he had sent me a message on social and she's like, he's so cute. And he's so, and her husband's 17 years younger. So of course she's like, girl, go for it. You can do it. It's great. You know? And I'm like, <laughs> But it actually took several days before I even entertained the idea of like finding him on the resort or going back. And then after I did, I went back like a week later for my birthday. But she felt like he was really good at grooming us because she, one of my other best friends and another friend who went back with me because we all went and traveled back and forth. were like, what the hell happened? And I was like, I have no idea. I think he had someone here, but they, she loved him too until he got here and he was a pompous ass. Yeah, it unraveled pretty quickly um, on the show. So on the behalf of Dominican people, we apologize <laughs> for you ending up with one of the worst we'll, ones. We'll own it. We'll own it. You know, on behalf of Dominicans we'll take the loss. and Lisa's <laughs> We'll take that loss. But, it's not uh... good, you guys. But listen, <laughs> you don't even have to say it on behalf of your people. Like, you know, shit happens. Yeah. You know, um, we're glad that TLC reached out and then decided to add you on Pillow Talk. Were you hesitant to join the cast? No, because I realized very quickly, I never watched the show when I first went on. My business partner, obviously, Cynthia, she's like, you're going to kill me. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because I'm obsessed with the show called 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> and at the end of it, they're like, if you know someone who's going through the process, can you send the them our way or whatever like the application I didn't know anything about it I never even watched it but she apparently binge watched it all night and was like I'm obsessed with this show so it was this you know it's kind of like a cult phenomenon thing because people really are obsessed with our crazy lives I think it puts into perspective that maybe they're crazy isn't quite so crazy (laughs) but then when they reached out I was like why not you know I understand the dynamics I know why people do this and there's some that are really great and 
the ratio of who's made it and the success stories versus who hasn't is varying, you know, like it's very different. Most people have made it. There's just a handful of us, as you will see on singles <laughs> who didn't, <laughs> but I, I loved it. And I love to be with my bestie on the couch because the crazy banter that we do, it's so funny. Cause people are always like, is this what they're really like? And we're like, yeah, I mean, this might even be, you know, filtered down a little bit because we're real. And yeah. I think that's why people love us, because when we say things, it's it's in a comedic way. We're not really there to judge people. And in truth and love, she really is a blonde girl. Like she's like light bulb off. Like, what do you mean? I wonder if they call this or what's that? Like she's <laughs> she's funny. She's a funny chick. So, you know, our banter and what we say just really goes together. And we think the same thing. So a lot of times it really comes out that way. So your famous phrase on Pillow Talk came out from you guys repeatedly saying, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and what's even funnier is that a lot of people really love it. But then there's people who are like, oh, my God, their voice is annoying. They annoy us. Grow up or whatever. Or how can you fake such a country accent? I'm like, do you know where the hell we're from? <laughs> <laughs> we are from that place. But um, we didn't even realize that we were doing it until like, some 90 day huge fan made us a caricature and it said, Oh no. It, I, I don't know if you guys have done it yet, but a, a t-shirt or a, a Oh no, Brazier should be in the works sometime. <laughs> We've done a couple. We did a Teespring account where people would just go and get it. So we didn't have to worry about produce, but we, um, we put it on our, um, all the packages we send out, we send out a little autograph of it. So it's pretty cute, but. We've got a lot of sayings. So after the pillow talk, uh, TLC launches Discovery Plus, which is an amazing app, $4.99, thousands and thousands of hours of 90 day. If you're a fan like Cynthia was, this is the app to have because you can binge watch. Now yes. you've got this really interesting show called 90 Day The Single Life. What kind of Molly or... What are what can we expect in this show? Because there's no other person. It's just you in the dating world that it is that exists now. Um, I think you're gonna see um a lot of just crazy, you know, montage of love and life and whatnot, and a lot of questions and interviews about would you ever do this again, or and just a recap of what crap I went through before which was painstaking to have to just relive those moments not from my heartfelt but just like a <laughs> I want to throw up and they're like what is wrong with you and I'm like I just thought about the money right like oh god that was an expensive lesson <laughs> I'm like hurry up I need to get back to work but you know just just fun I mean the whole thing is like super fun and the filming part and just going through routines. You're going to see a lot of me at work and then all of my, you know, doubtful girlfriends of anything that comes from this point forward. Cause they're very protective of me. I think that I have some really dope girlfriends and they're protected. My kids, you know, I think there's a lot of that. So you're going to oh. see the intermix of life. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, they get to the fans get to know you more. And speaking of the fans of 90 Day Fiance, you must have some crazy fans. Um, you were on Bears All, 
with Sean Robinson. And you were talking about the insane DMs that you get of unsolicited <laughs> unsolicited photos that you yeah, received. Yeah, I told you. I'm about to flip those pics into a, a Southeastern tour when COVID settles its ugly ass down. We're going out there. We are. The dictators are coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, has, besides the photos, uh, has it been there been because I I think it was Kalani or yeah I think it was Kalani Kalani said a fan one time approached her while she was breastfeeding one of her kids and took a photo of her in public um, so that's kind of disturbing uh, have you uh, if that happened to me I would have yanked that baby off my titty and probably slapped him with it like come on <laughs> have some decency. I mean, hell, somebody had a picture of me that I didn't know existed, I guess, from some eons ago and shared it. And all of a sudden, I'm getting all these DMs wanting to know where my OnlyFans is. And I'm like, I don't have an OnlyFans. But with all these messages I'm getting, I sure wish I did. But, you know, with people nowadays, you could have some. Somebody could take this image right now and have me sitting here completely Naked, like a graphics person. But I was like, I wish I had OnlyFans because I could do a lot of fixing up around my house. (laughs) 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 I would probably have some real coins. I could buy that villa in the Dominican. This, I mean, come on. You know, I'm I'm not that person. I don't have to. And at any given point, you know, if I do have my person, like I don't want that kind of stuff out there. Kudos to the girls who do. You got some some but I it's just not my thing I mean I've made some dumb mistakes and clearly I've aired it all over the world through 90 day fiance but not in that facet but you know it is what it is but I got some great girl pals people sending gifts there's some creative people out here in the world and and you know obviously they're trying to get their business hustle on so they'll just slide you a gift and be like you know and I try my best to say thank you or share it on social because I believe in that. I believe that if we shared everybody's small business as much as we, you know, run to big business, that everybody could get a piece of the pie. So I I really support women in business. And I've met some amazing people all over the world. And then I was doing virtual bra fittings. I fit Rebecca on the Bears All Show. And even the the guys there filming, when she walked out from what she left in and when she came back, they were like, oh, I mean, you could hear them all. They, they noticed. I mean, it was a big transformation. So because of that, I'm booked through like March. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity. That's perfect. I, we do have a, a, a female co-host. And uh, I did. I should have set it up. But uh, maybe we could have had you fit Jayla. Um, I absolutely would do it. Uh, but if. Well, you're welcome. Well, I'm going to extend the invitation right now to you and Cynthia to come back together uh, on the podcast whenever you guys like. Um, But I didn't schedule that beforehand. It was just a thought that came to me earlier. Uh, Well, it would require um, probably not the live because we do have to see a little bit. Sometimes girls are hiding stuff in their bra that should be in it. (laughs) (laughs) So when you dip it around and pull it forward, you know. But um, we would love to. I mean, that's our goal. You know, we want we want to have a store everywhere. Women should have access to beautiful things, feel pretty, nice bras, and you shouldn't feel uncomfortable 
to go in a store that's ran by teenagers. Like we were moms, we've had kids, we've been up and down in weight. Some women have cancer. So, and even the men, we offer a service where once you shop with us, if your man comes in, we have your size. So it takes the guesswork out. So that's a really great thing because you guys, mm, you're kind of clueless. It's not one size fits all. <laughs> one size fits all is usually one size fits small, like way too small. And we want to choke you with that shit. <laughs> or you'd be like, who's this for? <laughs> I'm sorry. Valentine's Day is coming up. Are are is Livy Livy Ray right? That's the name of your shop. Mm-hmm. Is Livy Way Livy Ray having some sort of Valentine's Day deal for men and women? Like if you're a man and you want to get your wife lingerie. So if the men come in, and sometimes we do um, gift card promo matches, but mm-hmm. if the men come in, we help you. Um, and it's really a good idea to have a photo or have at least some sense of what size you think i can usually look at a photo and, and nail it as cynthia as well and our staff like if they have like the main clothes or if they have like a selfie or a little sneaky peeky i mean we've had some guys show us their girls in the pinkies. <laughs> <laughs> but we have something for everyone and as men, when men come in we will gift wrap it and we don't charge for that just because it's just a one-stop shop it makes it easy you could go and we um we try to have a little like like this past couple of weekends, we have a guy that plays bass guitar, but he takes and he does like um, all the instrumentals from like his board and he does it with the pedal with his foot and he strums the bass and he just really does these incredible versions of slowed down hip hop. His name is Bass Every Night, Ben, B.E.N. He's incredible. So we've had him in there just playing some real soft, cool vibes for our clients. And I think this weekend we're going to have the Mad Violinist Ashanti Floyd. If you've never heard of him, check him out. He's incredible. So he plays um, electric violin along with a bunch of songs. So we just try to do things different and have a fun experience because you guys have super cool stores when they're open up the air and like all kinds of stuff always happening in the street and where we're at it's north of the city. So we have to kind of bring some flavor to the suburbs. (laughs) So in the single life, you're obviously single. What is what you're what what are you looking for as far as a relationship or a partner or did you go go with it <laughs> let's just keep it real <laughs> somebody who's established someone who can really come and i hate to use the cliche statement of equally yoked but like someone who has options or if they're at retirement point and i'm not saying older but like maybe they've had a career or somebody who has some benefits like i'm tired of paying my own insurance bills like if you come with something <laughs> you need a car you need a bank account you know, you got to come with something because I can't at this point in my life, I can't fix anybody else's stuff. Like you got to come with it. And if, you, if you're my age and you come with a whole bunch of baggage, I got enough of my own backpack light. We got to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no uh, set like uh, you don't have like, oh, between, you know, this age and that age. This- um, I definitely am not going to date someone super young ever again. That's just not an option. I mean, it, it was fun while it lasted, but I realized very quickly the maturity level. And there's a lot of guys that try to holler that are like, oh, I know what I want in a woman. No, you don't. You want somebody that's established, 
no issues, no drama, and you want an older person because you've got mom issues. Maybe I had the same issue, too, with the younger guy. I don't know, but it's a no for me. <laughs> so, yeah, just, I mean, and someone who's interested in what I have going on, I'm a busy business person, so I don't have time to coddle and be that, you know, super soft, sweet chick all the time. I'll get come home and make dinner and do good things and go on trips, but I got to work still, so... It's a fat bank account. Well, there, I'm down for that. Hustle. Yeah. What's that? I said someone that's also going to support your hustle. Bring something to the table. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I'm down to work with somebody else if they have a business. I mean, I'm trying to have multiple streams of stuff going on. Because I feel like when you have more, you can do more. And I'm really a charitable giver. I feel like that's one of my best qualities is that I'm of service. And that's one of my love languages is really being of service and trying to help and do, which is probably what ended me up in my predicament. But I'm not going <laughs> to let that have my mind. I mean, I'm actually sitting in a room now that's kind of like a Zenden for me. And I have to meditate. And really, I was glad COVID came because I was in a tailspin for a while. And I think that last year gave me the opportunity to figure out what I want, who I am, and what I can present and have moving forward. So since COVID, I mean, let's talk about COVID for a little bit. You guys switched from lingerie to making masks. Uh, well, and how did that affect your business, by the way, COVID? Because I imagine you know you it affected it greatly. Um, but when I came to work on March 16th, right as the part was swelling down to Georgia and they had sent the college students home. And I'm just going to be real honest. When the first college student hit the door at our store and like came in and I was like, oh, boo, <laughs> have you had a bath? <laughs> if you don't wash your ass, you sure ain't wearing a mask and worried about spreading COVID. So I looked at Cynthia and she looked at me and I said, we're shutting this shit down. Like we could have stayed open because we do prosthetics for cancer patients and we do a lot of um, mastectomy products and nursing bras, which are really essential for women. But I didn't want to. I said, I'm not risking it. I don't want to do this. I don't want to deal with it. And I had a really great sense of peace about it, even though I knew that was our busy season and the numbers compared to last year. I mean, we were down 50% for four months, but you know what? We flipped it. We got our hustle on, we got our sewing machines out. But the crazier thing is when down here and even across the world, probably, I mean, people were getting unemployment and nobody wanted to work, even when it was time to get the work on. And they didn't have to come to my shop, my workers. They could have sat home and cut masks and cut fabric. And there was a couple of girls that didn't come back because I'm like, if you can't get down dirty with us when times are hard, you don't have a seat at the table anymore because I was working 16 hour days and we were like miserably tired. And I said, no, but my nail lady and her crew came through and helped us cut. I would drop the fabric off across the street and you already know the Vietnamese women was getting it in. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> we're not going there. So it, it made me think about who really had my back at that point and whose back I had all along. But then when the shit hit the fan, they weren't, they weren't there. And I was like, you, you can't be a part of this anymore. So, but we did great. And I told the network, you know, they, they were filming the quarantine special and we were yeah. self filming, but I said, please allow us, you know, this is my daily life. Can we yeah. please do a virtual fitting? And can we showcase that we're, what we're doing? Because we're really providing a service for people that need this. Mm -hmm. um, 
So we were day in, day out. Cynthia and I single-handedly sewn over 10,000 masks with the help of cutters and people. So I had to buy a new machine because that little engine that could went. (laughs) 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 It wasn't ready for all that. The home sewers, you know. And I also thought of a new business model because I have so many girlfriends that were like, I own a sewing machine, but I don't know how to use it. And I was like, well, a lot of good that's going to do us. So I'm going to start a new class called Bitch and Stitch. So what? (laughs) (laughs) I said, if girls can get together and paint and drink wine, why can't we get together and sew? Yeah. So I'm going to teach them because I'm not going to be ass out again when it comes to something like this. (laughs) Yo, I want to join that class. I want to learn how to uh, hem my own pants and stuff, too. (laughs) Yeah, you could. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be super fun. Um, But yeah, I mean, we did it. We did it. And by the grace of God, when it aired, it was pitiful because there was a lot of older people who were really scared. But we found out there was a whole nother stream of fans that aren't on social. They don't Instagram. They don't Facebook. They don't tweet. Mm -hmm. So when we came back to work after the show dropped, we had over 200 messages from older people who said, we want a mask. How can we get a mask? And they just trusted us to send them something that was, you know, female or male. And we shipped it out and they were so grateful, but they, they were like, we don't have, I can't, I don't have a PayPal and all that. Can I send you a check? And it was so great. Cause I'm like, I cannot believe these 80 year old people are watching 90 day fiance. Everybody's home. They have to watch something. And you something. know, so it's just been an influx of people from all over. So, Molly, we want to have some fun with you right now. Okay. Let's go into our first segment. Um, uh, let's do uh, distorted photos first. I want to do that one first. So, do you see the screen with the words distorted pictures on it? No. No. All right. So, I'm going to have to pin Justin. Uh, Justin, you have to pin it to your uh, arm. Let me see. How about now? No. No, so Justin, you're gonna have to talk. You have to play some music or something in the background. <laughs> All right, number one. Number one. Oh boy. Number one. What the heck? I don't know. It looks like I'm trying to uh, give some Fifty Shades of Livy Ray. I don't know. <laughs> Justin, let's review that photo. There it is. Oh my gosh. All I could see was a whole bunch of backlit stripes. I'm like, ooh, who was I standing in front of the blinds for? <laughs> <laughs> so in this photo. You thought is... it might have been another unreleased photo uh, floating out there? No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, now photo, you need to cue the music. <laughs> your uh well, I have Craze Boogie, that's my heterosexual life partner. But this is Cynthia, your business partner and best friend, and apparently the person that shoved you into the 90-day universe. Um, Justin, let's go with the next one. Next one. (laughs) Can I tell you all something about this picture? (laughs) I really realized how famous this photo was when Slash reposted this picture from Guns N' Roses. Slash from Guns N' Roses. He shared this picture on That's his wild. 
Facebook and said, sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny because a lot of people had shared that and it became this meme and everybody was like, first sign to fall. What happened was Cynthia and I were trying to shoot a burlesque photo shoot. And she's so crazy because she's like, what can we do? We're out of the box. We're not going to do the classic car. We're not going to do, you know, the, she's like, let's put pumpkins on your boobs. And I'm like, what? And of course I'm like, okay. So she carved out pumpkins and that's how that picture came about through a, um, a pinup photo shoot. <laughs> Let's uh, move to the next one. Let me see. If... Next one. Wait, so my understanding about that is that your boobs were inside the pumpkin. Were oh, yeah, they the were pumpkin. inside the pumpkin. She carved them out. Oh, okay. And shortly after that, I and let them go. must have and gutted I said, them because there's seeds inside. So it's she on scooped set. them out. And then I said, right after I held them up, I said, let me let them go and see if they stay up. <laughs> <laughs> but we're always doing crazy stuff so oh. we're out of the box really next, really nuts next time, next time you're doing a photo shoot uh y'all gotta invite uh <laughs> me at least i don't know about the rest of <laughs> Justin, oh my what, god you guys are great. next photo all right next one i have no idea it looks like um the outside of my front door that needs repair <laughs> It looks like some wood. Let's see. There it is. So this is a photo of you and Cynthia on the famous couch of Pillow Talk. Oh, okay. Are you able to see the photos? No, I can't see it. Uh Uh-uh. Here it is. You see it? No. You got to talk again, Justin. Here it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were leaning in. Like, we really had stuff going on, honey. That was when it first started, I think. That yeah. Couch is, uh, have you, you guys have dropped, like, crumbs, and have you spilled the wine that you guys drink on the sofa <laughs> during I, the shoots? We haven't spilled the wine, but we definitely, as you probably saw on one of the shows, which also pumped our new product called Bibby's Bibs for Your Boobs, um, we have bibs on our website that are cleanable that you could take to restaurants because I always catch popcorn, snacks, stain my shirt. It lands in my lap sometimes if it misses here. But we made those bibs and uh, we were eating ribs. And when she went to sit down with the plate, it was slick. And so they flew across the plate into my lap. So there's a few petrified goldfish in there i'm sure i try to clean my cushions every now and again because i have a 10 year old who eats all over the house and we don't have a pet so um there's probably some snacks in there that have petrified their heart at this point tlc would say uh you know cynthia let's get i mean uh molly let's get you a brand new couch you know, for the aesthetics, you know. I don't care if they do or not. I'm trying to work a deal because if I had a dollar for everybody that asked me where they bought that couch, <laughs> rooms to go and Cindy Crawford home should cut me a check. That's so cool. I'm trying yeah, to get cool. somebody to furnish it and get a check, baby. Come on. It's <laughs> eventually Crawford home. I know we got a, we got somebody from Cindy Crawford home now. Uh, probably that's watching. That. If so you do end up getting a new sofa, you and Cynthia are going to have to autograph this one. 
and auction it off. Auction it off, yeah, that's true. It is so crazy to me, but I don't think it's that crazy because I always, when people call me on virtuals, where mm -hmm. if they send me pictures of their selves in their new bra, I'm always like trying to see what's in their background. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly, yeah. it's fun i mean we're curious people i think that's why we get so strong and sprung on all these shows anyway right because we're curious that's true. and it's entertaining so here's the next photo justin show all us. right here's the next one do you see it oh yeah where's this photo from molly uh it looks like uh from the new show that's about to drop in the clip that they've been airing that says I'm looking for excitement in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> now with the last one, I just, is, is it, is this the last one, Justin, that's coming up? Last one right here. Okay. So before you guess this one, I have not only distorted the photo, I have altered the image with our other co-host, Benny Banks, who is not here today. Unfortunately, I wish he was here. Um, do you can you uh recognize this photo? Uh it looks like when I was in front of my cousin's barn for like a steel shot for the show, but I'm not sure. I just saw the green and I know that was in there. That color is very visible and recognizable, but I don't know. Justin, let's uh reveal this photo. Here it is. So we've updated. Look, your I look like I'm about to really rub the belly, baby. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the super old Olin Mills pose. Like that, some of those poses are so whack, but you know, it is what it is. Hey, that's fly. That's but fly. he's cute. I mean, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I got really thin after that picture, but then COVID hit and I just love to eat. So I, I'd hate to say it but i love food so it's fine <laughs> you from the south i'm sure you you know you get down too in the <laughs> so our next segment is uh i'm forgetting oh this or that this is oh, yeah. a fun one okay, okay. so just you guys are us. fun i didn't know what to expect this might be like <laughs> the coolest interview i've ever done thank you i truly appreciate that just yeah you the first one Okay, this one. So would you prefer Pillow Talk or The Single Life? Uh, I would say The Single uh, No, The Pillow Talk, for sure. Pillow Talk. Okay. I imagine hanging out with your best friend and watching television. It's just fun. We have such a great day, and we have time. Like, we love to have that time together because we used to get to do a ton of stuff, and now she's married and home, and we're work all the time. And when we're at work, it's just work. So yes. I love hanging out with her on the couch. Let's go to the next one. So <clears throat> mentioning pedal talk, either team. Oh no. Or I can't pronounce their last name. I don't want to butcher it or team Alex and Lauren. So which two would you, pref uh, which one would you prefer? Watch. Who my, myself. Yeah. Team Ono, which is you and Cynthia, or Alex and Lauren. Who's the better team, you think? Who's the better team on Pillow Talk? That's a tough pick. That's a tough pick, and I'll say this because we love Lauren and Alex, but I would say us. We're just crazy. We're off the cuff. <laughs> we're not scared to say anything, and there's no telling. I think they have to sometimes filter and fix what we say. <laughs> 
I think that out of Pillow Talk is actually one of the best shows on 90 Day. Um, but I think they have to have you and Cynthia and also Alex and Lauren. They can rotate people in and out, but it, it just you guys bring a different element. It's to the it. dynamic is so different. Let's go to the next one, Justin. So your new show, you have other castmates. You have Colt and Big Ed. Which of the two would you prefer? Colt. Colty, really? Yeah, Colty. Over Big Ed? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Have you met either Colt or Big Ed in person? I mean, people honestly think all 90 days know each other personally. No, I have not. But I have. It's so funny because Colt messaged me one time. He commented on a picture and Cynthia and I started dying laughing. And we're like, oh, no, (laughs) it better not happen. He better not. watch Pillow Talk, by the way, Colt? You think he watched? You think he? Because some of the. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. His mother are some of the funniest. So, well, the. the, the, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I had super fans from Tana Lee and Nick Hogan. And mm-hmm. Tana was like a super huge porn star. And Nick, obviously, is Hulk Hogan's son. Uh, yeah. Well, they live in Las Vegas. And they met Colt because they were huge. They're huge fans of the show. And so Nick started training Colt. So mm-hmm. one night they tried to FaceTime me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they tried to call me on video messenger and then sent me a picture of all of them and Colt's mom. And I think they had her doing shots. So that would have been a fun conversation. Really? So we would have actually had the first face to face time together. Whole dad was drinking. <laughs> we might need to watch that for like a, maybe uh, I, I would like encourage to... Colt to shoot his shot. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, would oh, like I don't know about Debbie, that. Uh, Debbie taking shots. That, that should be interesting. Uh, TV. <laughs> Justin, what's the next one? Okay, so you also have two younger, uh, Fernanda and Brittany. This or that, which would you prefer? Fernanda. Fernanda. Okay, I'm not going to go into why, but... Okay, Fernanda. (laughs) (laughs) Justin, what's the uh, next one? Okay, so... Out of the Dominican cast members of 90 Day Fiance, you know, there was Lewis, Pedro, and Annie. So for this purpose, Pedro or Annie, who would you prefer to hang out with? Who do you Annie. like better? Annie? Annie. Mm-hmm. Pedro, don't hold it against me or Molly. It's just, you know. <laughs> Annie's lit, though. Annie, she, I feel like she, she's somebody. She's that... not like a dry wit. No. She's yeah. funny, yeah. but it's very, like. Even there's an even Ooh. platform, but she's funny. She comes with some funny stuff. I, I honestly, too, because on the show with his mother and all his son, grand, uh, son's mother, yeah. Diamond Fox. I mean, some of the stuff they tried to do to her and what they said, I would have probably flipped the table over. I mean, I would have been like, uh uh-uh, uh, you're not coming for me. You know what I'm saying? How are you going to come for me? you need to look at what you've had going on. Like, this is a no. So I felt like she really kept her cool. But I feel like she really probably could have really we kind asked of... asked her uh, actually about that. And um, she said under different circumstances, she would have got a different reaction from her. Um, she also said, uh, I don't remember, but it wasn't like in Spanish. 
once I once I mentioned the scene, you could see the expression, the fuming. Yeah, on her face. I I think so too. I think if it hadn't have been on film, she would she would have thrown some boats. She also yeah. mentioned that she didn't want she didn't feel that she needed to be there or go or meet these uh, uh, Bryson's grandparents, but she went. You know, um, made the best out of the situation because right. that was terrible. And I just think she's so beautiful. I think she's beautiful. And I love the fact that when he took her to like that shop and she was like, oh, no, uh, you're not about to buy me no clothes that other people had on. Uh-uh, she already had that. He was like, no, no. So I like her for that. But I also think she's such a beautiful person. And I love the fact that she had a baby and she's not trying to, you know, extort or like put her kid out there and she's very protective and I think that they'll make it and everything's going to be good I like her I also think the relationship with her stepson Bryson uh is great to watch um they got along right away and right he uh stepped in as sort of a mother to him um it was one of my favorite things to watch also the apartment thing when they went to an apartment and Robert's like I already signed the lease and she's like why would you bring me here then so it's pretty funny. I, Justin, do we have one more? That's it, five. That, that's it. That was the five. Okay. So our last segment is called three, two, one. What are three things you've been watching during COVID? Um, the Thousand Pound Sisters. I love that show. One of them pregnant. A marathon of them. I, yeah, I sent her a DM and told her I could get her a nursing bra. <laughs> Let me look at her boobs. <laughs> per my own request, and it was so funny because I told Cynthia, and she's like, oh, my God, I sent her one, too. And I'm like, you did? But a lot of people had said they wanted me to bra fit her, too. But um, I love my feet are killing me. I have this crazy obsession with shows like that. Oh. Dr. Pimple Popper, feet are killing me strange addictions like i love weirdo shows i love it i could totally be dr lee and be well, like my Ew. wife can watch she loves dr pimple popper why it's, is that why why is it that i most... can't watch it it's just no but listen i don't know Rick, i think this like, is, i love this is, it this is something to be discussed i think most women that i've talked to uh love dr pimple popper and are like they love just you know the concept they find it so satisfying i cannot watch more I than watch like, it 30 seconds of that shit before I'm like, I'm like, I can't. Like, the big squeeze. I don't know. Maybe it's because we thought we could just get out some aggression if we're like. <laughs> maybe. maybe it's like that. Like well, the worst is when it, the commercial comes on and you're having dinner and, you know, she's like squeezing a ball. It's disgusting. I know. It, it's, <laughs> I think if your TVs were like, you could smell it. It's so gross. Oh. <laughs> um, so I will confess, I binge watch Bridgerton. It was incredible. It is so good. I love historical romance, but I love the spin that, you know, obviously they use black people in that show and Latin people, which was uh, never would have been seen as royalty or, you know, distinguished. And I thought that was really cool. And then I love the fact that the musical score from that show took modern songs and put a spin on it and so i just thought it was such a great great show i can't wait for the new season to start filming in the spring i already looked up to see when it was coming because it's so good (laughs) (laughs) 
And uh, two is two things you've listened to. It could be an audio book or music during COVID. Um, two things I listen to. One thing I listen to quite frequently. Um, I listen to Joyce Meyer. She's I don't know if you know who that is, but she's like a super country Christian speaker. But she was had it rough, and she's very positive. But she's mm-hmm. real. Um, I also listen to Wayne Dyer, which is the power of positive thinking. Um, and I have it on replay because I feel like anything that you continue to pour into your head, mm-hmm. you can execute in your life. And it's very, very important. And like I said, it after going through things and, you know, even though I have, a, I would say like a strong skin, I'm, I'm, I'm thick, you know, sometimes things you read about yourself or hear about yourself. It's not that you begin to believe it, but it does tear away at your psyche. So I try to stay involved with like really positive stuff. But I also um, started following this group that my brother's friend started on Facebook, which was um, Social Distance Fest. And basically what he did is he started a platform that artists that usually were playing in bars and, and pubs and grills and places all over the world that were now not able to go. Mm-hmm. He set up this platform for them to go live on the stage and play music. And I discovered some of the coolest untapped talent to listen to all over. And it was also cool because they could put up their cash app or their Venmo. So if anybody wanted to, and in a very quick amount of time, they had like 150,000 people in like a couple weeks. So there's a, it's a forum for like local artists social fest on Facebook, right? Social distance fest. And it, and some of the big name music people who produce festivals saw it and want to do it once COVID's over and have that festival start. So I was listening to like a lot of local people and people who are just, you know, maybe never untapped talent, but some really cool stuff. COVID came with negative. That was three. (laughs) Positives. And I feel like uh, if you didn't figure out uh, some things you need, I think we lost Molly there. I'm here. There we go. If you didn't figure out, uh, how to be creative during COVID, then maybe what you were doing wasn't for you. Right. And finally, one is one thing you look to achieve in this brand new spanking year of 2021. So I've been in business for 14 years and I've had a very successful business, but it's high time to have this business be available to people other than just in the state of Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. And we have a couple products that we're working on. I just started a patent pending on one of them and you're going to see it on the show. Um, but I wanted to start the process because we didn't realize at the time we made it, that it was actually going to be seen and viewed by all these people at some point, probably in March or April. So I went ahead and started the process. So I'm very hopeful that this will be the project that sets me and Cynthia really just off the map. I mean, you know, we have a great life. We've we've always worked hard, but I'm ready to enjoy the fruits of my labor on something that was just a funny idea that's going to probably turn into the biggest producing monetary thing that we've ever done. And now I'll be able to help people do more and then take some downtime and travel the world once we're back open and, you know, spend with my family because I don't, I'm still young and I'm going to hustle and grind, but I'd like to have the opportunity to not if I don't want to. Absolutely. Absolutely. We definitely agree with you. Molly, I want to thank you again (laughs) for taking the time to be on the show. Thank you for being a good sport. 
and uh, going through our segments. Uh, you are invited. I'm saying it right now. You and Cynthia are invited to come back whenever you guys like after Single Life or whenever it is uh, to come on the show. So uh, thanks again. You're welcome. We might need you guys to help us figure out how to do like these types of podcasts because we have another idea. Our um, nickname's Hooch. And my nickname is Stinky. And together we're Stinky Hooch. So stinky that kind of has to be an after No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I could definitely uh, help you, and uh, you could send me some messages. And All right, perfect. Set you on the right track. Um, well, thank if, you so much. Much love to the Dominicans. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, fellas. Have a great night. You too. You can catch Molly on 90 Day The Single Life on Discovery Plus. Thank you, Molly. Have a good night.